0: Welcome to the Cheapskate Show, everybody. On today's episode, we're going back to school. Well, we're not, but kids will be. And we've got the scoop on all the best free stuff students can get and the best cheap gear for what promises to be a very different school year. Plus, have you got the Quarantine Boredom Blues Well, we've got plenty of free PC games to keep you entertained at home. I'm Rick Broyda, CNET Senior Commerce Editor, but better known as The Cheapskate. And joining me, as always, is the Walter to my, the dude, Dave Johnson. Hi, Dave.
1: This isn't Nam.
0: This is bowling. There are rules. (laughs) This podcast really ties the room together, Dave.
1: I, I don't know what we're talking about, because I haven't seen this movie since it came out in the theater 20 years ago.
0: That, that's okay. Our, our listeners are all cool, and they will get the references. I can't help it if you're not tuned into the pop culture. So, Dave, this is weird. We're going to talk about back-to-school stuff, but we don't really know back to school doesn't look like it has ever looked before. Um We're in a weird time here when uh schools, we don't know if they're going to reopen, they're going to partially reopen or whatever. But the one thing I do know is that students are still going to need stuff. They're still going to need the tools for school. And so we want to help them get equipped without spending a ton of money. So, what do you say let's dive in and talk about some of the, the gear? But before we do that, let's talk about free stuff because, as you may know, students get all the perks and bennies. They get all the deals, all the discounts and stuff like that. Are you aware of some of the great free stuff that you can get as a student? Oh, of course. There's
1: free pizza all the time. No, I guess there (laughs) isn't. Actually, there are a number of free products and services you can get your hands on. For example, Microsoft gives away Office to students for free. It's not a trial. If you're a student and you have a student ID, student email, you can just get Microsoft Office, the student edition.
0: Yeah, and I think you can get that for your full four years or whatever, however long uh, you have. In your case,
1: nine years, however long it takes you to
0: get through college.
1: Right,
0: I'm still in. Yeah. So that's a great freebie. Maybe the one of the all time great student deals is that you can get Spotify premium for five bucks a month. And that comes bundled with Hulu and Showtime. Like Dave, five bucks. Yeah. You know, I wish it wasn't Showtime.
1: I mean, nothing against Showtime, but there are better things to get. But, you know, it's still a pretty good deal.
0: This might be a great time to point out to you, Dave, that Showtime, like CNET, is owned by Viacom CBS. I love Showtime. <laughs> Good save. Yes. All right. So, yeah, that's a great one. So just a handful of others uh, include uh, Amazon Prime for students is basically half price. So if it's 119 for us civilians, it's, uh, half of that for students for a one year subscription. So any student who's going off to school, dorm or apartment or whatever, and who wants Amazon Prime, and boy, oh boy, you do. That's an incredibly good deal. And then all the big services like Apple Music, YouTube Premium, uh, Amazon Music Unlimited are heavily discounted for students. In fact, Amazon Music Unlimited is only a dollar per month. So if you think that Spotify is too expensive at $5 a month, Amazon Music Unlimited for a buck doesn't get much better.
1: And it's worth pointing out also that if you are going to get an Apple laptop or an iPad, every year Apple does some sort of educational deal. And this year, if you get certain, if you get the MacBook Air, the 13-inch or a MacBook Pro or a couple of other models, you get... Free AirPods included with that, which is like a $160 value. Yeah, that's a great perk. If you want to know how to find that, just check out the show notes because there is an article that I wrote on CNET that explains how to do it.
0: Right. And by the same token, if you're looking for more of the great cheap and freebie perks for college students, uh, you'll find a link to that story in the show notes as well. So let's move on from that to the gear. Obviously, a laptop is really going to be, I think, the big purchase for any student, whether you're going off to college and you need something to kind of carry you through a four-year program or even you're kind of going from middle school into high school or whatever, if you need a new laptop, this is a really good time to buy because this tends to be when laptops go on sale. Dave, a couple ideas as to what to look for. Everyone's always asking me, What laptop should I buy? Uh, What would you recommend for a student?
1: I have a different recommendation than probably what you have in mind. Actually, you're going to be surprised because I'm going a really inexpensive route here, and that is, for the most part, if you don't need a laptop that has very specific requirements, like, for example, if you're a graphic design student or something like that, you're probably going to have to get a MacBook, right? But... If you don't have those kinds of requirements, let's say you're just in a general liberal arts degree program, why not go with a Chromebook? Chromebooks are dirt cheap. And granted, you can spend a lot of money on a Chromebook as well, but you can get a Chromebook for two or three hundred dollars. I'm looking at one right now, Acer Chromebook fifteen, for under three hundred bucks, that does. Everything you probably need a laptop to do, as long as you're okay with using Google Drive, Google Docs, storing all your files online, that sort of thing. So that's my general advice, is if you want to save money, go the Chromebook route.
0: Right. The only caveat there is you'll want to check with your school and make sure that they don't have any Windows-specific requirements, like you need to use Microsoft Office or you need to use, um, you know, any kind of what cloud service like OneDrive that is Microsoft centric. So if you can get away with using a Chromebook, yeah, I think that's a great recommendation. They boot quickly. They're more or less impervious to viruses. Just don't have a lot of the grief that's still <laughs> associated with Windows. And Dave, you've known me a long time. You know, I have my issues with Windows. So if you can get away with a Chromebook, yeah, that that's a great bit of advice. The other two things I would definitely suggest are look for a model that is thin and that is lightweight because this is something that's going to get schlepped around in a backpack. And so I I think it's better to choose something that's probably in the 13-inch screen size versus something that's like a 15-inch or even a 17-inch model because that just adds a lot of weight to the backpack and and not something that you want to schlep around. Uh, Good battery life is, of course – important uh, because you want to be able to work as long as possible without having to find an outlet. And the other last thing I'll add is, again, people ask me, well, what brand is best? You know, what brand of laptop is best? And honestly, I feel like we're on a pretty level playing field these days where they're all – pretty good. They're all varying degrees of pretty darn good. I don't have a particular brand recommendation one over the other. Look for the specs that you want and the specs that you need and then look for, you know, something that's in your in your budget. Do you do you feel the same way? Do you think that there's like a one brand that really stands out amongst the others? The only reason I would look for a
1: specific brand is if I had a specific need. If I had thick pockets, is that that's not the right expression? (laughs) If I had a lot of money to blow, and I was going to get a laptop that I could game on when I'm not doing homework or doing classwork, I might look for a laptop that has very specific gaming features. You know, like a Razer laptop or something like that. But if that's not the case, then I would definitely, yeah, just look for the features I want at a price
0: that's that's right. So one other option that is very worth considering is kind of giving up on the whole laptop idea and looking at a tablet. And I'm going to specifically mention an iPad. You can get the current generation entry-level iPad, which is the 10.2 inch model, very often on sale for as low as 250 bucks. I think it normally sells for 329 but we We very often see it on sale for less. My daughter, who is a junior at Michigan State, has been using an iPad for the better part of a year. She actually goes into lecture halls with the iPad and an Apple Pencil and takes notes. She writes notes on the thing instead of typing, which is she looks around and she's like really one of the very few who doesn't have a laptop. But studies have shown that you retain information so much better when you're writing by hand than you do when you're typing. Absolutely. Yeah, this just works really well for her. And she uses an app that I think is called Notability, and it's like 10 bucks, And it just lets her do amazing things with these notes as far as like markup and re- audio recording. And just, it's incredible. And that's a pretty cheap solution. $250 for the tablet. Even if you spend 100 bucks on the Apple Pencil, you're 350 all in. And it's just, it's a great solution.
1: If you are worried, though, about whether it's going to be compatible with tools you have to use at school an iPad is an even bigger problem than a Chromebook so definitely make sure that that's going to work for you but yeah I agree I would love to carry a tablet around
0: Yeah. And of course, you can pair it with just about any Bluetooth keyboard. If you do need to type a paper or something like that, that's a very easy solution. So uh, definitely look to that option. Dave, let's move on to phones because, you know, I'm sure just about every student already has a phone, but maybe as they're going off to school, they're ready for something that has, you know, a bigger screen, more storage, a better camera or whatever. But students are traditionally broke and don't have a ton of money to spend. So, Do you have any recommendations for uh, inexpensive phones for a a student? I would say that if you like iOS, if
1: you're an iPhone kind of person, you can't do better than the new iPhone SE. It has the, the latest chip, the A13, which means that it's going to be just about as fast as the newest phones that are out there. But it's it's got a great camera, it has wireless charging, it has all the stuff that you probably need, except it's a very affordable phone. I, I don't think you can go wrong with getting the SE.
0: I, I would agree with you. I think that's a perfect pick for students, and uh you if you look around a bit, you can actually find it selling for less than the $400 starting price. We've seen it, uh, I think, hit $300 and even a little less with certain promotions. So if you search on CNET, you'll find kind of the latest and greatest iPhone SE deals. And then if you're not on the iOS side of things, you're an Android user, Probably your best bet is going to be one of the Motorola Moto phones, and I'm thinking of either the the new Moto G Fast or the new Moto E, and we'll include links to both of those, again, in the show notes so you can read CNET's reviews of them. But for around 200 bucks, you can get yourself a pretty impressive phone with a big screen and a decent camera and just really everything that you might possibly need, a big battery for kind of a ridiculously good deal. And the best part of all is that these phones are unlocked and compatible with just about every carrier. So if you want to take it to Sprint or you want to take it to Visible or you want to take it to Cricket or whoever's offering the best deal, you can do that very easily.
1: So last but not least, you've got your laptop, you have your phone. The other thing that most students are going to want to have in their dorm room is a pair of headphones.
0: Yeah, and I think specifically an over-the-ear noise-canceling headphone because, you know, you have roommates or there's just noisy people around you and you need to get your work done or you even just want to signal to the world, hey, don't bug me, I'm studying. That's going to be a better solution for for you, I think, than little earbuds will.
1: There are surprisingly... A number of headphones around that are super affordable. Now, I'm going to give the same caveat that I think we've talked about in the past, and that is headphones are things you're going to wear a lot. You're going to have them on your ears for hours and hours at a time. If you get a pair of headphones that might sound okay initially, but as you wear them, they tend to feel a little shrill. There's a lot of high end or there's too much bass or what have you it could become something that's just really annoying and you don't want to wear them. So I'd be careful about getting headphones that are too cheap. That said, I think we're going to talk about a couple that are really cheap. Like I'll mention, <laughs> it, I, I think my favorite in this class is the Anchor Soundcore Life Q20. It's 50 or $60. I think it's $60 on Amazon right now, if I'm not mistaken. And these are wireless headphones that... I've I've listened to them and for short periods of time I think they sound awesome. I have not had an opportunity to do a long term listening test with them.
0: That's actually going to be my pick as well. And in fact, uh, at the time of this recording, which is Sunday night, and you know we publish on Wednesday, so this may change by then. But the price is sixty bucks, but there's a coupon on the Amazon page that will save you 10 bucks, bringing the price down to 50. These go on sale fairly regularly. So if you miss out on that deal, there's a good chance it'll come around again. But for 50 bucks or even 60 bucks or whatever, this is a really good choice. They have uh, memory foam ear cups. The battery is good for 40 hours of playtime before you have to recharge. The sound quality is Decent for the money, and again, it has active noise-canceling, so it will help to block out ambient noise. David Carnoy is CNET's uh, resident audio guy, and this made his list of the best noise-canceling headphones under $100. And in fact, he called this one the best value overall, so... That's just one example. If you want to see his other picks, uh, we'll include the link to that story in the show notes and you can check out some of the others for yourself. If you have found another headphone that you would like to recommend to us and to other listeners, please let us know. You can write to us at cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com with your tips and suggestions. We would love to hear from you. So Dave, real quick, I wanted to mention a couple of quick updates and corrections from last week's episode. For one thing, we were talking about streaming services and we, <laughs> we called it Fubu. Which is, of course, not the name of the streaming service. It's the name of a, a clothing brand. Uh, it's Fubo. <laughs> so you and I have become like our parents where we're just mispronouncing the names of things. Fubo, everyone. Fubo TV is the name of the streaming service that we think is overpriced and you should probably give the heave-ho. It's also the name of my next dog. Sit, Fubo, sit. That was
1: uh, the Stephen Cannell Productions or something?
0: No, I thought that was at the end of Family Ties. Every episode of Family Ties ended with sit, Yeah, ooh, but it was sit, whoever ooh, the ooh, ooh. production company was. What was the name of the dog? Now I've forgotten. I just want to say oh, it ooh, was Ubu? <laughs> that should also be a streaming service. It will be. <laughs> ubu tv all right and we also forgot to mention that we talked a lot about pluto which is a really really great free streaming service with lots of news channels and movie channels and things like that but we did forget to mention that like cnet and like showtime pluto is owned by viacom cbs so we just wanted to get that out there i completely forgot that that was the case uh, lest you think there was some nepotism at work here i just think it's a really great service but it is owned by our parent company so there you go there's our updates and corrections
1: So, Rick, whether you're sending kids off to college or you're stuck at home in the pandemic, games are awesome.
0: (laughs) We need games and lots of them right now because, man, oh, man, nothing to do. We've watched everything there is to watch.
1: And you don't want to keep buying new games all the time. One of the things we like to do is to let folks know about cheap and especially free games that they can download.
0: So, Dave, you're talking about, like, kind of going to the Internet's underbelly to, to pirate games right? Because there's no such thing as a free lunch.
1: No, actually, there are all sorts of free games that you can download online. And you and I were talking about this earlier, I think before we started recording, which is why do they give away their games for free? For example, the first one I'm going to mention is Epic. Every week, Epic Games gives away one, two, sometimes even three games out of their catalog. You can download it any time during the week for free, and it's yours to keep forever. It varies from week to week what the game is going to be. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's not so awesome. But the bottom line is, it's just a free game you can download. And sometimes you do wonder, like... What are they getting out of that, aside from, like, traffic through the front door?
0: Um, A while back, they had a couple of really premium titles. Like, they gave away Civilization VI, I think, and then uh, Grand Theft Auto V, and they even gave away a couple of Borderlands titles, and I think the Borderlands thing was because there's a new Borderlands game coming, and so they were trying to drum up some interest. So that I get... But when they just give away something like like Civilization VI and there's no sequel coming out or whatever, I just, yeah, I can't understand how they're giving away a $60 game absolutely free. But I'm really glad that they are.
1: Every week I do a story on CNET where I say, hey, these are the free games from Epic this week. And I give the link so you can download it. Of course, you can always just go to Epic yourself and download it there if that's easier. Do you have a favorite source for free games?
0: Well, I don't know. I think that's my favorite right now, to tell you the truth. But there's one I certainly want to mention is if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you can get free games every month as part of that subscription by linking your Prime account with something called Twitch. And if you're not familiar with Twitch, it's kind of this – uh live streaming service for people who like to watch other people play games. And uh, I guess I'm just too old because I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I think there's a
1: little more to Twitch these days, but you're right. My son, that's how I learned about Twitch initially, is he would sit around watching other people play games.
0: uh, If you sign up for a Twitch account, which is also free to do, and you link the Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account – then you open up the door to, again, every month, Amazon adds like half a dozen f- new free games that you can get. And it's a, it's an interesting mix. I mean, there's a lot of indie stuff in there. There's a lot of, I guess, lesser known titles. Every once in a while, you'll see something fairly high profile. But again, the upshot is this stuff is just flat out free. Download it, try it out. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, uninstall it no harm done you do need to install amazon's game client on your pc and we should mention that's also true with epic games or with ubisoft or any of the others where you have to install their client software in order to play these games that's really the only catch i guess if you want to call it that that's how they get you rick that's how they get you (laughs) so one more dave we've written about these a bunch of times uh tell us about humble bundles
1: Oh yeah, good old humble bundles. And that that's a tongue twister to say too quickly, <laughs> but it's it's a really interesting site that puts together bundles of games, ebooks, applications, you name it, and you can buy it by kind of setting your own price. Sometimes you can get it, or at least part of it, for just like a dollar. And the more you give, the more of the bundle that you can actually get. And it goes up to, what, maybe $25 or so. A portion of every Humble Bundle goes to a charity. And this is the coolest part of it. This is the part I really like. At the bottom of the page, when you're getting ready to to actually buy whatever the bundle is on any given week, there are sliders that you can move around to determine what percent of the money that you're paying goes to the charity or charities, to the publisher of the games, and to Humble Bundle themselves, they call it giving themselves a tip. And by default, like they get a few dollars, but most of it goes to the charity and the publisher. You can move those sliders around however you like and give more or less to any of those three. And then you pay a small amount of money, and you can get a large amount of software essentially for free or for a very reduced rate.
0: Yeah, I am a huge, huge fan of the humble stuff. And again, we were talking about free games. These are obviously not free, although every once in a while – humble will do just a straight up giveaway like for a couple days they'll offer a game title absolutely free uh, and you can find out about those by signing up for their newsletter which is again kind of like the catch if you want to call it that but just as an example their summer adventure games bundle which should still be available by the time you listen to this it's like if you pay a dollar or more You get four games, uh, including two of the Walking Dead games from uh, Telltale Games, which are just fantastic if you've never played them. It includes a Batman game uh, from Telltale. Then, if you pay at least $8, which is the average price that people are currently paying, that unlocks four more games. And then if you are willing to pay at least 15 bucks, that unlocks the whole thing, which brings another five games for a total of, I think, 13 games. For 15 bucks is just crazy good. And you mentioned the charity part, which is awesome. So definitely, if you're looking for really good stuff on the cheap, head over to Humble Bundle.
1: I just want to put in a just a little plug for that particular bundle because it's almost entirely Telltale games. And if you're not familiar with Telltale, they kind of like revitalized the adventure gaming genre a few years ago. This is getting a big collection of, what, like 70 or $80 worth of Telltale games all in one fell swoop for 15
0: bucks. Oh yeah, no, actually this this bundle is worth $174. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I misremembered. The, so for 15 bucks, uh, just to get the whole thing, it's it's pretty amazing. So oh. yeah, that's that's a great one.
1: Let me throw out one more before we leave games. Rick, did you used to play MS DOS games? Oh my goodness, I've been a gamer since way back. Well, you can play 7,000 of them for free right now. Where, where, where? An entire library of MS-DOS games over at archive.org. These games are all here. You can download, install them, and play them in an emulator on your PC. And it's all the stuff you remember from the old days. The Oregon Trail, Pac-Man. What was that game that I used to play on the Amiga? Uh, Like Escape from Monkey Island or something like that? Oh, wow. There's thousands of these here, and they're all free. So if you remember... Those old DOS games or you're nostalgic for DOS games that you never actually grew up with, it's definitely worth checking those out too. So Rick, now it's time for, as always, my favorite segment where we get to answer a listener question. And this week we have a question from Anonymous. So it's very mysterious. But he says, thanks for your recent story on free streaming services. I need a movie to watch this weekend. Any recommendations?
0: Oh, Dave, I've got one.
1: Yeah, I know what it's going to be because you only watch the same two or three movies all the time. (laughs) What do you think it's going to be? It's either going to be Shawshank Redemption or Catch Me If You Can.
0: Well, you're right. (laughs) It's going to be one of those two. Thanks a lot. Which Uh, one is it? Well, it's Catch Me If You Can. Which is one of my favoriteest movies ever. And one of the unsung Steven Spielberg movies, because it's just it's so great. And it's you can watch it for free. Two different places right now. It's on IMDB TV and the Roku channel. So if you're pretty much covered. If you have a Roku device or just a web browser, you can watch it there. If you have a Fire TV stick, uh or the like, or again just a web browser, you can watch it on IMDB TV. And if you don't know, it stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. It's the true story of a guy named Frank Abagnale, who was a forger. And I don't mean that he, like, hammered hot steel. I mean, he, he forged checks and just, oh, my God, he just is the most interesting thing. And so it's just a great story, well told. If you've never seen it, cannot recommend it highly enough. And it's free. All right, Dave, beat that.
1: I have to admit, I'm not watching a lot of movies these days because I am obsessed with all the awesome original programming on streaming services that I understand you have to pay for. So, like, I'm rewatching the Umbrella Academy on Netflix in anticipation of season two dropping at the end of the month. I am also very excited about that. Yeah. Isn't that going to be, it's going to be awesome. But in any event, over on Hoopla, which is a free streaming service, you can watch the Commitments. I remember that being one of my favorite movies of all time. It combines all the all the stuff I love. People with accents and music. <laughs> but have you seen The Commitments recently? Does it hold up? Because I haven't seen The Commitments in probably 15 years.
0: Oh, it absolutely holds up. I, I rewatch it every couple of years or so because the, the soundtrack is in constant rotation for me. I still listen to The Commitment soundtrack all the time. It's one of the all-time great movie soundtracks and it's just it's such a timeless story it's this working class group of kids you know trying to make it as a band it's just it's again a great story just well told funny
1: heartbreaking it's a great soundtrack i listen to it all the time as well so i'm gonna bet that that is the only musical soundtrack we have in common (laughs)
0: <laughs> but you're right uh, One word of warning, there's a fair bit of language in it So if you're planning to watch it with some kids And they're on the younger side It definitely has an R rating for that reason But other than that, uh, that is a great pick And if you have a free movie pick of your own to recommend Send it our way at cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com Or if you'd just like to tell us what you thought of the show Or what you'd like to hear on future episodes Reach out and let us know
1: so thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with more deals and more money-saving advice. In the meantime, you can find daily deals by visiting cnet.com cheapskate and follow us on Twitter at cheapskateblog Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rec.
0: So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap.